Yud Chesomid base, 14 lines from the bottom, Yud Chesomid base. Okay? Toshma, Davu Adeshmuel. Yeah? The first word is Dilma in brackets. Okay? Right. So we're talking, we're still in this Indian about what makes him know after their death. So we now bring another proof. Toshma. Tavuid Shmuel have a kamafka de gabi zuzuzi yasman. Shmuel's father was entrusted with the money of orphans. Yud chesom at base, near the bottom. Kinov nafshe lava Shmuel gabei. When he died, Shmuel, that means Shmuel, the son, was not with him. So therefore the father didn't have a chance to tell Shmuel where the money was hidden. People called Shmuel the son of the person who used up the orphan's money. Because he had been asked to look after the orphan's money. And then he died, it wasn't given back. So Shmuel followed his father to, base, to the basic forest. And there he found the spirits, Omelah, who he said to them, But in Abba, I would like to speak to Abba. Because Abba Shmuel's father was called Abba. Omrele, they said to him, Abba Tuva Ikaocha, there are many Abbas here. Omrelehu, so Shmuel said to him, Be'ina Abba Ba'aba. I need Abba Ba'aba because the Shmuel's grandfather was also called Abba. Omrele, Abba Ba'aba Nami Tuva Ikaocha. There are lots of Abba Ba'abas here. You've got to be a bit more specific. Omrelehu, Shmuel said to him, Be'ina Abba Ba'aba, Avur the Shmuel. I want to see Abba, the son of Abba, who is the father of Shmuel. Oh, that already they knew. He could have started to say Abba Pardon? He could have started to say that. Well, right, yeah, enough. yeah, but he thought if he says Abba, that would be good enough. But obviously it wasn't. Hecha, where is he? So in other words, he was asking these sort of uh, spirits who, who uh, at the, in the basic chorus, where's my father? Pastors, he went to the grave there. And on Omrulay, they said to him, Solik Lemusif He's gone up to Shemaim already. Meanwhile, Shmuel noticed that his friend Levi was sitting outside the circle of the dead. In other words, Rashi explains that the, the, the dead people appear to Shmuel to be sitting in a circle outside of their Kavorim. And Levi was outside the circle. So Shmuel asked two kashas. So Shmuel said to Levi, Number one, am I Yosva Abroy? Why are you sitting outside the circle? There's a circle there, and you're sitting outside. There must be a reason. But he was alive, Levi. Who? He was also dead. Levy. No, Levi was dead. No. Levi no. was dead, yes. Levi was dead. Mm. But he was sitting outside the circle. Mm. So Shmuel said to Levi, My time alone, Salakto. You'd have some advice in it near the bottom. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, first question is Am I Yosua Broy? Why are you sitting outside the circle? Of the other people. That's question number one. And number two is my time of Lusselacto. Why have you not gone up also up to Shemaim? Same way Shmuel's father's already gone up to Shemaim, and that seems to be the situation with all Sadiqim, whatever that means. Right? Why haven't you gone? Omalay, so Levi said to him, to Omali, the reason why I have not been admitted to Shemaim yet is because they said to me, Kol Kihanashnei. For as many years, the Lysalakta, the Mesifta, the Rebbe offers, 
as you did not go to yeshiva to the shiurim of Rab Ophus, and you caused him to be upset, we will not allow you up to Shemaim. Now, what's this story? I'll just say very brief. You know, if you want to look at it properly, it's in Ksubas Kuf Gimelamad base. It's a strange story. That Rebbe said that Rabbi Hanina should become the Rosh Hashiva. And Rabbi Hanina said, I can't, because Rabbi Office is two and a half years older than me. Which again, it's a bit odd. What's age got to do with it? Alright? So, he didn't. So Rabbi Office became the Rosh Hashiva. But the Mephoshim explained that since Rebbe had told Rabbi Hanina to be the Rosh Hashiva, he couldn't sit in on the Shi'urim of Rav Ophus. It wasn't, it was a sort of a zilzal to his Torah. Since he was Roy, according to Rebbe, to be the Rosh Hashiva, therefore he couldn't sit in. So he sat outside the base of Medrash. Levi, seeing that Hanina was sitting outside the base of Medrash, felt it's, it's not right that a person of that caliber should be sitting outside the Medrash. So he went and he sat with him. So, so we learn from this two, a very important uh, principle that even though he was trying to do something good because he wanted to keep company with Hanina nevertheless he, at the same time he was hurting somebody because he was upsetting Rab Offus because Rab Offus was a Rosh Hashiva and he didn't come to his Shia therefore it's no good it's all very well doing something good but if it's at the expense of upsetting somebody then it's no good. And you see, he was punished for it. He wasn't allowed for all the years that he had sat outside the base of Medrash when Rabbi Ophel was a Rosh Hashiva, all those years he would not be allowed up Meanwhile, Shmuel's father arrived. Because he had asked to speak to Shmuel's father. Shmuel's father must have come down from Shemaim and he came and he came there. I mean, from this alone, you could bring a riot that perhaps uh, the fact that Shmuel's father was in Shemaim and he knew that Shmuel was calling him, so perhaps he does know what's going on. But anyway, the Gemara has mentioned that. Shmuel saw that his father was both crying and laughing. Shmuel said to my time, why are you crying? He answered him, because you will soon be coming here to join me. In other words, you will soon be dying as well. So he was very upset. My time, So Shmuel said, "So why are you laughing?" I says, "says so that you might say." Shmuel answered, "The chashid of the high almatuva, because you are very highly regarded. You're considered a choshev person in this world, right?" Now, the machlokas Rashi and Tosfos here. Rashi says it's in this world, and Tosfos says it means in the next world. We'll see in a minute what the difference is. Omale <coughs> to Shmuel said to his father. If I'm so highly regarded, people think of me so highly, then let them uh, allow Levi to come up to Shemaim. You remember, Levi was the one that couldn't come up because he's upset Rabophus and I'm not going to share. If they considered me so highly, therefore they'll listen to what I request, and my request is they should let Levi go up. Okay, end of that. All my later, Shmuel then said to his father, this is the reason why I've come, Tachlis, where's the orphan's money? Remember that he was looking after the orphan's money, and Shmuel wasn't there at the time that he died, so he didn't know where the money was. Go and take it from inside the mill, the stone of the mill. The money on the top and the bottom is ours. 
Umitza de Yasma, the money in the middle belongs to the orphans. Omele Shmuel said to him, My time of Avatahochi, with Yudches Omad Base, uh, near the bottom. My time of Avatahochi, why did you do that? Why did you put the money down in that way? In other words, why did you put some on the top, some on the bottom, some in the middle? She says like this, Omele, so he says like this, Ikanuve, Ganove, Miganve, Mididon. If robbers steal any of the money, they would steal ours first because our money is on the top. And should the ground spoil the money, the ground, the earth, it was on the earth. So the earth will spoil the money, also it would spoil ours first because our money is on the bottom. So the middle one was for the assignment. In other words, you put their money on the top and on the bottom so if there's any problem with either Ganovim come or if the earth sort of destroys it it will be their money that's destroyed and from the assignment being put in the middle so that that's what happened so it says the Gemara Alma the Yoda so it seems according to that the dead do know what's going on right again Machlokas Rashi and Tosh is what that means Rashi says since Shmuel's father knew how highly regarded he is in this world so that's obvious that the Mason know what's going on in this world or the Gemara's proof is from the fact that Shmuel's father knew that he was going to die soon so the Machlokes Russian Toast is what it was but, but whatever it is you can see that Shmuel's father seemed to know what was going on so that's a proof that the Mason after they've gone know what's going on downstairs Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's self-evident. I mean, that he says, you know, because he, he, he asked him, why did you do it in such a way? Why did you put ours on the top and the bottom and of the orphans in the middle? So he said, in order that the, if there's any problem, it will happen to the top or the bottom. But the middle, there'll be no problem, so that's the yeah. orphans. But that's not actual halakha, is it? It's a sort of higher level. Yeah, I mean, he felt, you know, that he, he, he's got to look after the orphans' money more than he's got to look after his own money. Yeah. And he gets Alma de Yoda. So we see that they knew, he knew what was going on. So I'm like, no, it's not a proof. Dilma shiny Shmuel kept the Choshev Kodmi or Machrose Panumokum. Since he was so highly regarded, they said in advance of him coming, make room. Right? So in that way, either according to Rashi, Shmuel knew how highly regarded he was, because they didn't announce this for every person who was coming. Alternatively, Toysus says, in this way, he knew that Shmuel would soon be dying. That's how he, because it was announced, Panumokum. Right? Now, Tosfus got an interesting thing. If you look at the bottom of Tosfus, Alma Yodi, Midika Omar Laagel Kaosa, because he says you're going to die soon. Well, Mosadishnu, you can't answer, because like we answered before, Duma Kodim. Do you remember we had the case with, we asked a question, um, there was Zairi. He, he gave money to his landlady and he followed her to the basic forest, etc., etc. And you remember, and she said, tell my mother to send me my comb and my tube of cosmetic paint with so-and-so who's going to die tomorrow. 
therefore Amayola therefore she knew uh, the fact that the, she knew that somebody was going to die that she knew about what was going on in this world so we answered there Duma, Duma Kodama Machras perhaps the angel Duma remember the angel Duma we said was the angel who was appointed over the nefoshas over the souls of the dead went and announced it so Tyson says you can't say here gives another answer it says Kim Dechoshev Kodmiya Machras Upanamokha make place why can they answer the same answer that we answered before that Duma announced it? See, so, so Tyson says like this. Um, you can't answer what we answered about Duma Kodin, that Duma w- was, came along to the Omelahu and told them. When, when does Duma, he's got the power to say that a dead person is coming, that literally, if that dead person is literally coming through the door there then he can announce it just beforehand that he's got the power I will call Kach but like with Shmuel where Shmuel's father says I know you're coming here soon soon doesn't mean today or tomorrow soon can be any time right so because that Duma did not know in other words Duma only knew about something that was happening now but Duma didn't know that something was happening in, in, in the future okay now remember we had the story about Rabbi Yonis and Rabbi Chia. They were walking in the base of Kvoros and Rabbi Yonis and Sitsis was dragging on the grave and Rabbi Chia said to him lift them up because like Laroche. Right? It's, an, it, it's, uh, it's mocking the poor. So uh, so the thing is like this and, and what did Rabbi Yonis answer? Rabbi Yonis says but the Mason don't know anything, so what's the problem? So now the Gemara says about Rabbi Yonason Hodabe. Rabbi Yonason itself changed his mind. In other words, Rabbi Yonason had his sitzes out by the base of Horus and said the Mason don't know what's going on with the living at all. But he retracts it from that. How do we know? Because what we're going to learn now. The Om Rabbi Shmuel Banachmeni on Rabbi Yonason. Rabbi Shmuel Banachmeni said the name of Rabbi Yonason. And now the Mason Shemus up from there is there. How do we know that Mason can speak to each other? Shenemah says as follows. Mayam Hashem Elov, Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu just before he was going to die, Zaisa Oretz, this is the land, referring to Eretz Yisrael, Asher Nishpati, which I swore Abram Yitzchok Yaakov, which I swore to Abram Yitzchok Yaakov, Lamar saying. Now the word Lamar seems to be miyot, it seems to be superfluous. Where does the word Lamar come, come into it? My Lamer, says the Gemara. Lamer means that he should say, when Moshe Rabbeinu dies, he should say something about this to somebody else. My Lamer. When you die, go to Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov and say, The oath that I swore to you that I'm going to give Eretz Yisrael to you and to your children. I've now fulfilled to your children because they've begun to capture the land. Remember, Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't allowed to go into it, but he could only see it from the mountain, etc. But since they were going in, so Agashbaruch tells Moshe Rabbeinu, go and tell Avrami Yitzhak and Yankov. So what do we see from that? Now, it carries on the Gemara. The east of Gedatah de la Yodah. If you assume that the dead are totally oblivious to anything going on in this world, as, as Rabbi Yonason originally thought, Ki my of what consequence is it for Moshe to tell them? 
because if they don't understand anything that's going on in the world what's the point of going to tell them they won't understand they're just totally oblivious they don't understand anything of what's going on in, in the world below so what would be the point of telling them ki omelahu my other carries on the Gemara elamai the yoda so you must say what does Rabbi Anderson now hold that the Mason do know of worldly affairs so in that case why do you have to tell them if they know if they know what's going on exactly if they know what's going on if they don't know then there's no point in telling them and if they do know they know already so what do you have to tell them for that's what the Gemara is asking answer the Gemara you're quite right the truth is they don't need to be told they do know about it so why did Shmuel tell Moshe Rabbeinu go and tell uh, Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov that it's uh, the, the land is being given to their descendants in order that they should give a chorus of type they should appreciate how much Moshe Rabbeinu did for their descendants right and, and, and not only that the fact that he, his, he himself could not go into Eretz Israel so that's a special thing in other words even though he knew he wasn't going but he looked after in the 40 years leading up to it and this is something that the uh, Avramians and the Yaakov should appreciate so Tavka they knew about it but in order they should give a chorus of time to somebody and appreciate it that's why you should tell them so again we've got no proof if somebody speaks badly about a dead person it's as if he speaks about a stone in other words, the, the dead person, he's not affected by it at all. Why? The Gemara explains. Some say because the dead don't know what's being said about them. While others say they do know, but they don't care. Why? Because in the Ilama Emes, so if somebody wants to say something about me, if it's Lashon Hara, it's Sheker, whatever, they're in the Ilama Emes, it just doesn't affect them. It rubs off them. It says Gemara ain't it's not so. The Omer of Papa, of Papa said, "Chad ishtoi milsa basreidem Ashmuel." Somebody once spoke badly about Ashmuel after he had died. For nofa kanya mitlola, and a large heavy pole fell from the roof, or bozol and anuka demoche, and split his skull. <coughs> right now, since he was punished <coughs> because of the bad things he'd said on, about Shmuel. You, you would, you would imagine that Shmuel must have been upset about it. That's why it was done. That's why it happened. So we see that it, it, it does make a difference. People who are, who are dead, if you speak bad about them, it does affect them. Answer the Gemara. No. Shiny Tsubamirabonon. Somebody who's a common Kochum, such as Shmuel, an Odom Kosh, important, um, prominent person. The Kuchibrichu de Tovabikore. Hakushbochu demands punishment for the insult to this person. In other words, you could tuck a say, Marshmallow, either he didn't know or he didn't care, as we said. But because he said something bad about that person, Hashem punished this person. So it does not prove that Marshmallow actually knew what was going on, was that or was upset about it. So if Hashem yeah 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 no what we're saying is normally yeah. Hashem would not do something like this it's obviously a miraculous thing that happened 
it wasn't that the pole just happened to be a shaky pole or something like that. Obviously, the Gomorrah takes on it was a sturdy pole, right? But it fell on there was a lesson to be learnt from there because that person spoke badly. Now, had that person spoken badly about an ordinary person, then nothing would have happened. Particularly because the dead person either doesn't know about it, or if he knows, he doesn't care, doesn't bother him, right? However, however, if it's a person on the um, on the level, on the level of Mashmuel, how can Shmuel punish that person? Well, well, so it shouldn't be about Lashmuel about live people either. No, no, I'm asking how lucky it can be. I mean, I mean, there's no. It seems to me that the Gemara doesn't give an opinion either way here. We know it's wrong, but is it how lucky we are about their... I don't know. That I, I, that I can't answer, answer you. But, I mean, I, I, you mean whether Losh and actually applies to somebody who's dead? Even the going well, from the story, from, from the going don't talk, talk ill about the dead. Yeah. Yeah. So it no, shows it is no, there. From, from, from Sorry? Yeah. yeah. From this story, yes. you can see that it is something wrong. Otherwise, why would this person have... Uh, had it? No, because it was exceptional, yes. that's why a sort of a miracle happened that this yes. pole, which was sturdy, fell. Yes. But, but it's, it's wrong, it's obviously it's wrong for, uh, to speak badly about anybody. Yes. I would have thought Kavu in, 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 in his in his death, because he can't even answer. Yes. I don't know what, what Alokha is, whether you're over Losh and Horror... When somebody, if, if somebody is dead, I can't tell you. I, I'm not sure, but, I, I, but I don't know. You look up in the Chovetz Chaim book, he, he will tell you. I'm sure he discusses it. But here, there's a story that happens. Okay. Om Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Kolam Acha Oh, oh, a minute. Look what it says. Om Rabbi Shua, and he talks about some Chachomim here. Your question was about ordinary people. Om Rabbi Shua ben Levi, Kolam Acha Chachomim. Whoever says bad things about Tamidi Chachamim who died, neither will be Gehenim. They, they will fall into Gehenim. Shenemaz, it says in the Apostles, Amatim Akalkalaisom, those who turn to crooked ways, Yalichem Hashem as Pile Oven. Hashem will drive them, basically it means to Gehenim. How do we know that they, um, how do we actually know that Amatim Akalkalaisom, which means turn to crooked ways, how do we know that that particularly refers to talking talking bad about the memory of a Tom Chacham, because Rashi says second line Le'elmine the posit before Anksiv Hativa Hashem Latayvim and Kshmoch will do good Latayvim V'samen Chalei this Amatim Achalkalaisim is next to it V'machrim is Chavosim Yosel Zchiyosim Latzalakachavim in other words we would, the the posit before talks about doing good to people and talking about good. It's time is like the the, the Mephoshim explained. That's talking about Tamid Chachomim. So therefore, when it comes to Matim Achalkalaisam, when you talk to him crooked ways, you're saying bad things about Tamid Chachomim. And the pasuk finishes Shalom Al Yisrael. A filler b'shosh Shalom Al Yisrael. Even when there's peace unto Yisrael, which means when a Tamid Chachomim is resting in peace, as you say, his soul should rest in peace. And we also say Al Makar Yovah V'Shalom. When when you put uh, an orange down and when it hits the ground, you say Al Makar Yovah V'Shalom. So Shalom is to do with death, as well as well Yalich Hashem Es Pali Oven. Hashem will uh, will uh, will drive them to Gehenna. People who speak bad about Tamil Chacham. Tana Bei Rabbi Shmo. A brisa Imra Isa Tamil Chacham Shomav Avera Balayla. If you see a Tamil Chacham who has done an Avera at night. 
Don't think badly of him during the next day. Shema also tshuva, because perhaps he's re- he, he's done tshuva, he's repented. Says the Gemara, Shema Perhaps Alavadai also tshuva. Certainly he's done tshuva, because remember we're talking about a person who is tamakochem, so he knows what's right and what's wrong. So obviously he had a weak moment, he did something wrong. You can assume that next day, by next day, ready he's done tshuva. No, it probably means, I think it, it doesn't say here anywhere, Russia doesn't say anything. They're probably talking about something immoral. He did something immoral, and that you would normally do at night when no one can see it. Alright? But, so, because, how do I know that? Because it carries on. That applies only to personal matters, sins of a private nature. So I presume that's what it means. But if he's done an Avera with money, then you can't judge him favorably <coughs> until you know for a fact that he's actually given the money back. Yeah. Alright? Okay. Because as well, it's, it's, one is Benozmulamokam, one is Benozmulachavera. When he, if he, if he owes money to somebody, he hasn't paid it back or whatever, that's a Benozmulachavera. And we know that you can't do tshuva until your Mephias Chavera you know when it comes to uh, Rosh Hashanah it comes to Yom Kippur with Hashem you can ask for tshuva direct but Hashem will not give you will not allow the tshuva if you've if you've done something wrong to a person until you go to that person and make it up with them so here as well it's the same sort of thing hmm? pardon yeah well that's, that's very difficult we yeah, don't understand but, but all he that. did the tshuva He's a come, yeah, but it's all, you've got, you, you can't just learn the posse on its own, you've got to learn it with the Mephoshim, exactly what happened, because, I mean, Yehuda was one of, one of the Shavosim, etc., etc. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's very complicated, very hard to understand that, Pasha. Okay. But I'm Rabbi Shurban Levi. Rabbi Shurban Levi said, now, all, the reason why we're bringing in something from Rabbi Shurban Levi is because we just had something before about Rabbi Shurban Levi. Uh, yeah, where, yeah, where do we have something about Rashi Ben Levi? Tavon Ben Rabbi Shmuel. Kolam Asapeh. Huh? We just tell it. Oh, Kolam Asapeh on on. Shall tell me the Yeah. Right. So therefore, we bring in another member of Rabbi Shmuel Ben Levi. It's nothing to do with what we're talking about. Although there is a little bit of a connection, you'll see. On Rabbi Shmuel Ben Levi, Rabbi Shmuel Ben Levi says, "But Esrim va'abom akomas bezdin menadin al kovod arav." In 24 places, the court will excommunicate, means put somebody in a chayram, who has insulted uh, somebody who's a teacher of Torah, or it extends it that if you belittle Takonas Chazal as well. If Chazal have made a Takona and you mock it and you make nothing of it, then and also you will deserve to be excommunicated, to be put in the chayram. V'kulon shoninu b'mishnoseinu. And all of them are mentioned, it doesn't mean in our Mishnah here, they're mentioned in Shisha Sidri Mishnah. Omni Rebbe Loza, Rebbe Loza said to him, to Rebbe Shurman Levi, Hecha, where are these 24 cases to be found in the Mishnah? Omni Rebbe Shurman Levi, he says, Go and look for them. You find that sometimes in the Gemara. You know, you, you've got to work hard. You know, I had to work hard to, to work out the 24. No, you, you, you've got to go and work hard as well. I can't just give it to you on a plate. 
investigated and he found three occasions where somebody was hired to be put to, to excommunicated for not being um, not showing respect to a teacher or by extension belittling Tekonos Chazal and what are they? somebody who belittles who mocks the requirement of Natilis Yadayim before eating pardon? well I don't know there might have been some people who said well this is what do the Rabbonon want this for this Takona and you know they, they belittled it such a person deserves excommunication and we'll see in a minute it actually happened and somebody who speaks badly of Tamid Chachomim who no longer alive which was our situation there could be that's another reason why it's brought in and finally and somebody who is sort of over familiar or sort of chutzpahdik in a way to Hashem himself and we'll see a story I don't think we'll see it tonight but we'll see a story where somebody treated Hashem as if he was his friend alright let's just do let's just do the, the first sorry why because that's the worst one you mean yeah yeah it's quite true quite true you've got a point there so I'm a, I'm a sapper, and, and then when it tells it, you see, Amasapa was the middle one. Amasapa Chometoshamitchomim was the middle one, and now when the Gemara explains it, it explains it as the first one. So uh, you've got a point. I don't know why. Amasapa Chometoshamitchomim. What was the example? What was the case? You remember, he said he found three cases. Rabbi Loza found three cases where you excommunicate. Now, what was the case of Amasapa Chometoshamitchomim? Mahi. What was that? It's none. We learnt in the following Mishnah as following idiots. Who are your Omer? Kamya bim halal used to say, Ain mashkin layas geyaris velay es hamushukhreris. Okay, what this means is, you know, the, the, a site if a woman was suspected of being, a married woman was suspected of being with another man, then they used to give her to drink, and the drink when they took the parchment, we learnt that in the first parak, and they used to dissolve it, and the bitter waters, etc., and she had to drink that. So, a Kavibemanal used to say, but we do not give this site of water to drink to a Gayaris, means to a convert, Velay Esama Shukhreris. If you've got a Shifcha Kananis, right, you don't give it to, and she's been freed, you don't give it to her either. And the reason why, Rashi says, is because it says at the beginning of this Pasha, Daber el Bnei Yisrael. Speak to Bnei Yisrael. And therefore, Akabeb and Mahalalel said, these people have got to be B'nai Yisrael from birth. And therefore, you don't give it to a convert, and you don't give it to Meshachreris. But this is but the, so they've got to be a, in other words, because of convert, it's really Jewish, they weren't Jewish at birth. They weren't Jewish at birth, yeah. But Chacham, I remember, and the Chacham say, Mashkin, yes we do. Because the way they look at it is, are they Jewish now? Yes, they're Jewish now, so you give it to them. But, oh, that's correct. Now the Chachamim say you do give it. Yes, yeah, so and Machloek between Akavim and Mahalalel and and the Chachamim. The Omrulai and the Chachamim said, in support of their view, they said as follows: Maisa b'karkemis shivchom shucharerus b'shalaim. It once happened a story in Shalaim connection with somebody Chachamis, and Rashi said this Chachamis is Kachshema. Either that was her name, Alshem or that was the name of her place, you know, where she lived. But anyway, because there was this Karkamis, Shifchom Shechreiz B'Shalayim. She was a freed woman, but she had been an, uh, a Shifchom Kananis. 
Vehiskuel Shmaya Vaftalyan and Shmaya Avtalyan, who were the Gadali Adar, Shmaya Avtalyan, one was the Nosi and one was the head of the Sanhedrin in the in the um the door before Hillel and Shammai. And they gave her cider water to drink. Alright, so in other words, the Chachomim proved that you do give a Giyaris or a Shifchom or you do give them to drink. Because we see in a case like this, this, this Mushachreres was given to drink by Shmai The Omalahen Akavivim Halalel said to them, Dugma Hishkua. You know why they gave, really, you don't give them to drink. Because it says Dabel B'nai Yisrael. You know why he gave them to drink? Because Shmai and Aftalian themselves were Geirim. So they were looking after their own. They were looking after their own. You know, because, because it's important to take the drink. Because if a woman is innocent, right, and she can be cleared, she can go back to her husband, etc., etc., she have children, everything, everything is good. So, so Akabim Halalel says, no, you don't give to drink. Ah, why did he do it? He, 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 because he was looking after his own. And this was a terrible thing to say about somebody who was no longer alive. But Omelahem said Dugmishkur. Incidentally, Tyson's got a, a different shot on Dugmishkur. He said Dugmishkur doesn't mean here we say Dugmishkur means because they were like him. He was, they were all, they were gay, gay rib as well, so they looked after their own. Tyson's got a different shot, and he says it was an imitation that they gave. It wasn't real bitter water, and they hadn't taken the tire, etc. Right? Because he says you can't give it. I, Shmaya Naftalin did give it. He says, yeah, it was only an imitation. It wasn't a scroll that they dissolved in it. It was just to scare her. That's what Tyson says. But let me just finish off. For Omelette, so he said, Dugma Hishkua. Venidu, they excommunicated, they put a caveat in Chayram for speaking badly about Shmai and Aftalion. Because they just looked after their own. Right? Or mate, or they didn't give a proper one. Or mate, and he died in in a state of excommunication. And the court had his coffin stoned. We'll see next week what that means. So that is a, that is a case on Masapa Achamitzon Shal Talmid Chachomim that you will be put if you speak about Talmid Chachomim who are no longer alive, you will be excommunicated because they spoke bad things about Shmaya. Kavim and Mahalalel spoke bad things about Shmaya Naftalion, and they put him into Chayrim. Stop there.